today's episode, I sit down with Amy Ronick around a problem that Amy Ronick was having for several months. Amy was experiencing a heaviness in her chest and she couldn't figure out what the root cause was. She had tried everything in her toolbox and was really reaching out to help alleviate this heaviness that she was feeling. When I tuned into Amy's energy, it turned out that she needed a healing on her third and fifth chakra. The third chakra is about the dynamic between control versus empowerment. And the fifth chakra is around speaking your truth to yourself and to others. The underlying cause for what Amy was experiencing turned out to be around her struggle with needing to find her purpose. So if you're struggling to find your purpose, you might want to tap along with us. I'm sure that it's going to help move out some energy and help you gain some clarity around what your next steps are in life or how you can rearrange your thinking to see how you're already working towards that goal. Just as a note, this episode was recorded prior to quarantine. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. I'm here with Amy and I want you to tell me what's going on, Amy. So I have been feeling like I have something hanging over me, something like there's something I have to do, maybe like a pressure on my chest, almost like I feel like with the anxiousness. I'm not sure if it's anxiety, if it just feels like there's something like outstanding that I need to do, but I can't shake it. And I've been trying to use the tools that you've taught me to move the energy, but I'm having a hard time figuring out what it is and what I need to tap on and how to how to make myself feel better. So what's the hardest part? Is it the pressure you feel or is it just the knowingness? The knowingness, the feeling like there's something I'm missing or something I have to do or something that's lingering that I'm not taking care of that's like feels like this stress on me and I look at every aspect of my life and I can't figure out what it really is because I seem like, you know, I'm looking at all my relationships, I'm looking at everything I'm doing and it's hard to identify what exactly it is. So when I looked at your energy, it was definitely the third chakra, which is um, around empowerment versus feeling victim. Um, Anxiety is usually there, right? A lot of times we feel like a victim to our circumstances because we believe that we can control our circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's outside of us, but that's not actually the case. We, We can't control things outside of us. So your fifth chakra also came up. So it's interesting that you're having this pain in your fourth. There are quite a few times when I was reading your energy that I had to take like these deep breaths. And in fact, actually, even before we got started, I was like, wow, I can't I feel like I can't get my breath until I sat down and fully read your energy. And that was yours. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my life, Amy. <laughs> so let's, let's work on this. So fifth chakra again is um, speaking your truth both to yourself and to others. So I saw some energy uh, around your sun in there. So we're going to talk about that. And then again, third chakra. And I'll just tell you some of the things that were coming up 
in your third chakra, I felt like this uh, not being able to catch ground or connect with the ground. So there was like this spinning, almost like in a washing machine feeling. I also heard you saying, I'm trying to reach another goal. And I wanted to know more about that. And you said, it hurts. I'm trying. So like there was pain in this, trying to achieve this new goal. And that, I think that's why you were feeling it in your chest. Mm -hmm. So what is your goal that you're trying to achieve right now? I mean, the thing that resonates with me the most is just trying to find my purpose and looking at what I want, what brings me joy and moving in that direction where, you know, I know the aspects of things that I want to do in my life or the traits that I want to, you know, the emotions I want to feel or help other people, but I, but I don't know exactly what that is. And I really feel like I've put it out there and I'm moving down this path with my intentions and things are becoming more clear with me, but yet I still have this feeling. So the goal, I think, is, to answer your question is my purpose and waking up every day and doing something that brings me joy and something that I feel like I would do whether I was getting paid or not. Okay. So one of the things that you also, your third chakra was saying when I tuned into it was, I don't know how to let go and move forward. I want to, but I just don't know how. So, you know, we have definitely given you some tools to use and tapping would be very helpful for moving this energy that, you know, of this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to move forward. I want to move forward. I mean, there seems to be this battle that's going on inside. The program came up around your dad around like needing to have a job and structure and paychecks. And there's just this feeling of like, consistency, right? And what you're really looking for is not consistency. Right now you have consistency, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not Mm -hmm. happy, right? So then I saw that, you know, the inner battle or the conflict is more to do with, I tuned in and your mom's energy was there. And she was basically, or you were telling me about her energy, which was she has such belief in you. And she believes that you're going to do something great and be great. And not that you aren't great right now, but she just, she can see what you're looking for mm-hmm. and she has that um, agreement with you, you know, like to, that to support you and, and, and push you out, like basically out of the nest. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you're, so this, this dynamic is coming from your parents, you know, your dad wanting consistency, your mom believing in you and you not wanting to let your mom down and you're caught in the middle. So why I love EFT is because, you know, we can rewrite these programs. We can get rid of what's not in alignment, right? Because like consistency isn't working out for you right now, right? Right. So, okay, we'll go back to third chakra. So you and I have done a lot of work, right? Around third mm-hmm. chakra. Right. And um, a lot of times it's anxiety, like we talked. And third chakra is not about consistency. Third chakra, if you're trying to uh, move beyond third chakra, you want to go to a place where you're empowered and and let me just tell you from my experience <laughs> that, you know, when you sink into your heart and you follow your heart, like you're talking about, you know, this joy, this purpose, which, you know, Ophelia actually yesterday I channeled some stuff. So I'll put that in the podcast in the front so people can hear it. But um, she talks about finding your purpose and you're actually channeling Ophelia. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And and I could pull it up and, and read it to you, but essentially she was talking about, first of all, purpose is hard to find and joy because she says they're one of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so many distractions around us that keep us from turning inward, right? You know, we're like that consistency will turn us away from right here, right? 
or that paycheck or the prestige or just like, oh, on Friday night, I know I'm not working, right? But if you sink into here and, and from my own experience, it's a little unsettling <laughs> to always be here simply because it, there isn't any path really other than the path that's here. Right. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like easily laid out, right? So, right. you know, you're talking about this uh, wanting to wake up every single day and be excited. And that's where I'm at right now with the podcast, like the why I'm doing it is because, you know, I was doing these healings for so long and I knew that what I was doing with people was helping them, but it wasn't helping a lot of people. And I knew that basically it would have helped a lot of people had other people heard it. Right. Absolutely. This is exciting for me. I mean, this is what I, this is things that I love. I love learning about. And I was listening to a podcast this morning, side note, but I, when you say these things, it all resonates. I know the messages. I know the way to think. I trust that the universe has in the back, my back, my back, and I feel supported and loved. And I know it's all going to work out. I really have this feeling like the emotion of excitement and happiness and joy. And I, I vision it. I see it. I know it's there for me. And that's what's so frustrating to me is that I just feel like I can't, I want to feel more like myself and not feel these this negative energy or whatever is sitting with me that makes me feel uneasy. Right. And, and really, it's just this inner battle going on around consistency versus risk, mm-hmm. right? So you're taking a risk by following your heart and following that joy. I mean, that's what Ophelia was saying. You go from joy to joy to joy to joy. And that is your purpose. You know, your purpose is to stay in joy. Yeah. And obviously, you know, people are like, well, I need to collect a paycheck, you know, and you're like, that's what you're going through right now. It's like, how much money do I need in order to switch gears? Right. And certainly going from doing this healing practice where I was making money and I had paychecks and I could pay for things to now doing the podcast, <laughs> you know, it's a switch, you know, and, I, and it's a leap of faith. And I'm being more cautious with where I'm spending my money and things like that. But ultimately, I know that, you know, the money will come when I start sharing what I what I love. Right. And actually, I just sent Mark, the producer of the show. It was a um, my experience last night listening to Sarah McLaughlin perform and the healing that she was providing through her voice. Uh, you know, maybe we can include that in the beginning of this too. That's really cool. Yeah. So, you know, think about her, for instance. She was saying a lot of her songs are around depression and um, breakups and like feeling like she was worthless because of the way that she was treated or let people treat her and things like that. But she turned that pain into a message, you know, and it became so healing for so many people, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But what happened? She had to be vulnerable in order to mm-hmm. do that, right? And, right. and that's where we, when we sink into our heart space, you know, what you're saying about you're finding your purpose is that willingness to be vulnerable, right? So like saying me switching gears or you switching gears or anybody going from one job to the other is really about that vulnerability of like, I've never hosted a podcast before. Like I've never done this before, but what do I know? If I follow here, it'll work out. Right. Right. So I keep paying attention to the signs. Like I keep, when you say here, you keep on pointing to your chest, my chest, my heart. Right. And then I've talked to you about this, how, you know, this shift isn't very simple or easy. Right. I told you like, you know, I'll go to class and we'll work on the energy and it just happens to match what I'm going through that week with, you know, this transition going from doing one thing to the other. And I think that's the universe showing me that they support me and what I'm doing and sharing. And what I was talking about this morning with the Sarah McLaughlin experience was just, I'm so grateful that she stepped into that vulnerability, that power to help us to resolve these issues. I mean, did you ever listen to Sarah McLaughlin? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So like, I'm sure you can go right, right now, like back to when you needed her most and you would put her in your ears and you would hear yeah, that. It transforms you. It just takes you to another place. And right. But that's not easy, right? She mm-hmm. has to be like, I fucked up. Like I, I dated somebody too long. I, I put up with bullshit. You know, her, her husband, I, you know, was doing all kinds of things and she had, she admitted that. Right. And that takes a, a dissolving of the ego of saying, mm-hmm. I don't know it all. And I don't need to know it all, but I do know what the hell's going on right now, which is I've got to clean up my mess here. You know, I got to take responsibility. I got to see where my heart goes. And right. her, it was writing songs and then expressing it and healing in that way. And then moving on. And then unfortunately getting another relationship and writing us another beautiful song. But, <laughs> and I said to her, I'm like, that's her, you know, not to her, but to uh, my partner. I said, that's her lot in life. Like she goes right. to these, you know, relationships and we learn from them right. because of her vulnerability. Right. And the same thing with this podcast, like I've never hosted a podcast before, but have I done amazing healings, you know, with people and learned so much and worked on mm-hmm. myself and attended lots of classes? Yeah, I'll just put it all together and I'll come from my heart and it'll be authentic, right? So back to your issue, you know, of like wanting this consistency, like what's keeping you from fully embracing the path? Because in my other transition, it's funny, it's so funny how life works out, you know, I'm moving out of my other office to this new office that I'm doing the podcast in and the other office costs me money. This one doesn't cause it's in my basement. <laughs> so, you know, but it's funny how it was in February that I'm moving right 10 years ago in February. No, it was maybe, maybe 11 years ago in February, I was taking a leap of faith. I knew I was supposed to move out of my Brooklyn apartment. I knew I was supposed to be doing healing work. And I had no place to land, but I was giving up my apartment. And do you know, the minute I got off the phone with my landlord, I got a call from my partner, I now marry, that said, I have somebody moving out of the apartment on 14th Street, which is amazing, far better than my apartment, far more amazing and closer. Right. And it was like the universe said, you trusted and we're here. It's like Mm -hmm. I jumped off the cliff and then all of a sudden I was caught by a cloud or, you know, the hands of God. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And the same thing is happening now in February. And it's amazing how our bodies remember these things and like get caught up with the story. Like we repeat things to to bring about awareness. And um, so as I'm out, I'm like, wow, here, here I am again, taking another leap of faith, you know? I really do believe that as you say that, and I know you'll probably talk about it more in your podcast, but what you taught me is a lot about the law of attraction and putting out what I want. And I do that all the time. I do it every day. And honestly, you usually get what I ask for. I mean, from anywhere from a banana peel on the ground to a hundred dollar bill to my parking spaces every day. I mean, and I get bigger and bigger with what I ask for. So I do feel like, and the synchronicities are there. I mean, everybody says, what a coincidence. The other day I walked into a store and the owner happened to be sitting at the store and started talking to me about something, talking about products that I sell in my side business, which is CBD and saying, building up this whole CBD store. And he's trying to sell me on. And I was like, I know I sell CBD. I can distribute it. I can help distribute it for you. And he's like, great. Calls me the next day. Two days later, we have a business deal. And I asked for that. I asked for business to come my way for opportunities to open up. So I know they're there and I feel totally supported. And I think this message is so important for everybody to understand because I think that's what makes me feel secure and safe is knowing that I'm going to be taken care of. 
but yet you always have these doubts and these things that right. So, but what, so speaking of the law of attraction, that's why we do the work we do. It's like we get those doubts out, right? So um, my my mentor likes to say that when you have a lot of doubt, you are on the cusp of something great. So it doesn't make you feel much better, <laughs> but you what you can do is you can tap on that doubt. That doubt is is bringing in the experiences of stuck energy or stalling or keeping you from moving forward, which is what your third chakra told me. It says. I don't know how to let go. I don't know how to move forward, but I want to. Mm-hmm. And so it's the doubt that's keeping you from doing that. It's the, like I said, it's a leap of faith. It's like you and I know enough that if we are following our heart, like you went into that store and you wanted to be more of service to people and provide a service that is good for them, right? And there you are, you're handed exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's because the law of attraction was a match. There was no anxiety or resistance there. So wherever there is anxiety and resistance is where you need to clear the energy so that you're not getting that. So, and what makes you think that you're not doing your purpose? This is the big, big question. It's like, why do you feel you're not doing your purpose? Well, it depends on what aspect of my life, but with regards to my day-to-day job, my nine-to-five job that I've been doing it for a really long time. It's my job out of college. I always did what as you said, my dad taught me. I mean, my parents, I grew up in a very loving household, very supportive, but I was taught that you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job, you do, you know, as they see everything doing it, so ABC, one, two, three, follow these steps, you'll be successful, you make money. And I kind of did what I thought I was supposed to do. I was good at math, so I studied finance, and then I went into business, but it never really brought me joy. I never really, you know, felt like I was using my, you know, it's hard to say, I never... I liked it. It was okay. I made money. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And then till when I was later and started really, really evaluating all the aspects of my life, I started realizing, well, I'm good at this and I can do it well and I like it and I make good money. But I think that there's something bigger out there. I feel like I want to help people. I, I like teaching. I like, I like talking about energy. I like talking about all these things that I'm passionate about. And I just don't think that there's as much passion in the things that I'm doing in my daily job. Right. And all that takes is that leap of faith, right? So right. I took that leap of faith in 2010 and completely left my day job that I could have had for another 10 years, 15 right. years, you know, and happily made a lot of money. I wasn't sure where I was going to go and what I was going to do other than I knew I needed to be of service, right? Um, I needed to do some healings and that is exactly what happened. And it didn't look perfect and it didn't, it wasn't a huge success right away, right? I wasn't booming with business and all that, but I took it step by step knowing that I was working towards a goal of being a huge help to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately what makes my heart the happiest is this idea of like being able to serve more people at one time, right? One on one, which is still very valuable. And I've learned a lot and it certainly has created the person that I am today. But ultimately, my goal was to reach more people. And that's what I'm doing. So what I'm trying to say with you is that you are working towards your goal. Mm-hmm. things are happening. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that the reticular activating system, which is your brain recognizing the evidence for what you want being in alignment. So like, you know, you are working on the podcast with me, you are doing a business that you find very helpful for people, which it mm-hmm. totally is. Mm-hmm. And you're supporting your family at this time. So you do have income that is consistent coming in. And maybe that's all that you really want is to right now and need for your growth is to have Mm -hmm. that consistent paycheck, to have 
you know, this side business to be working on the podcast, you know, but eventually you'll have to decide what do I want to do? What, what's my heart saying? Exactly. And you had told me when we worked together, something similar is focus on the things that the the good things that come out of your, your job. Um, And I do it every day, every day when I wake up, I say what I'm grateful for. And it starts my day, I think on a better note, but I say every day that I'm grateful for the money it provides my great benefits. I get to travel spend time with smart people, learn new things. So it does provide a lot. But I think with a lot of people out there, you know, I'm turning 45 this year. And I think there's more, more to my life more that I can be doing and just looking inward to see what what I could be doing. But I think that's all really good advice. Um, And I think that this is allowing me to explore those opportunities. I have a job where I can know what I'm doing and I do a good job with what I'm doing and it allows me to be able to spend some other time doing, doing things that bring me joy. So what I'm seeing energetically that just still needs to be moved is this idea that uh, you don't want to have consistency, you know, having a paycheck. So your, your brain has this program, but you're fighting that program. But in reality, it's really helping you to create what it is that you want which is to be of more service, which is just moving you forward, right? So you're like, I have this program that was really irritating <laughs> from my dad and I don't want it, but in reality, it is providing that, that right. you know. It's a conflict, right? It is, right. So let's shift. It's basically what we're going to do is we're going to like kind of um, make it feel smaller and not as huge and not as much of a problem. It's like, no, dad gave me you know, this program that's quite useful right now, it didn't serve me before because there's a lot of trauma from before, right? It kept you feeling locked into a lot of places. And that's where you're getting lit up is because the trauma hasn't been moved yet. But right now you actually have evidence that you could be stacking for how you're moving in the right direction. And okay. and even though your, your third chakra is saying that you, you're not moving forward, you really are because your energy hasn't shifted. So let's take a deep okay. breath. Let's do one more time. So I'm tapping under the nose. Okay. And um, I really like this one because it helps to link the mind and the body so that everybody's on the same page, <laughs> meaning your mind and body. Okay. Um, so we're going to say, we're just going to talk to your feelings that you're having, the trauma mm-hmm. that you had, where mm-hmm. you, for many years you felt like you were stuck, like you weren't moving forward before I met you. I remember it was, it was so frustrating to you to, to not have any joy and stuff. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. So even though, even though I don't feel like I'm making progress towards my goals, I don't feel like I'm making progress toward my goals. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Good. Take another deep breath in and out. I'm going to say, even though, even though I want to be making more progress towards my goals. I want to be making more progress toward my goals. Ooh, I feel a yawn coming in. Do you feel that? The unconscious energy moving? A little bit right here. So that was coming from your fifth chakra. That's where you just pointed. And that is your truth. Here, we can stop tapping for a second. So that's your truth. What you're telling yourself, right? So you're telling yourself, I'm not moving forward. I'm not making progress. But yet you are. Mm-hmm. So that was why you felt that leaving. That mm-hmm. was an unconscious energy that was stuck there. Good. Take another deep breath in and out. And you're finally breathing. <laughs> I love it. Good. Let's I have go to breathe. remind myself to breathe constantly. Well, eventually it will become second nature. <laughs> um, it should be first nature, I guess. So anyway, take a deep breath in and out. 
So even though, even though dad told me I needed to um, have consistency of a job, dad told me I need consistency and to have a job, even though he had me um, believe that I needed to do things exactly one way. Even though that he uh, led me to believe that I need to do things one way. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. You're ready to shift your reticular activating system to see the evidence that things are exactly as they're supposed to be. Okay. Take another deep breath in and out. Okay. So we're going to do um, this update right now. Um, so we're going um, to go under the nose and we're going to say, I now command. I now command. My multidimensional DNA. My multidimensional DNA. To update from this understanding. To update from this understanding. That I need to have a job. That I need to have a job. Where I get a consistent paycheck and live consistently with that. Where I get a consistent paycheck and live consistently. With that. With that. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. Good. You're shifting. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. Okay. Take another deep breath in and out. Good. Your um, reticular activating system is shifting. Take a deep breath in and out. Your energy is resetting. Your truth is coming in. Take another deep breath in and out. All right, so I just did a special update with Amy, and um, we're going to continue on to the program around your mom. So feeling like you might be letting your mom down, right? So your mom and dad have a, a special relationship where they are in a partnership. If your mom believes in you and is, is urging you to take these steps, there's a part of her that also is feeling guilty because it's going against what your dad says, right? So she's caught in the middle, just like you're kind of caught in the middle. It's like, I want to push Amy to do the things that she wants to do, but I don't want to upset dad. Right. So we're just going to update that sense of responsibility that you have to prove your mom right or upset your dad or, you know, like you don't want to right. be taking responsibility. And by the way, it's very interesting that you're saying that because it's, you're so spot on. I mean, without it being so obvious, just knowing how my mom is and how my dad is, it's true. My mom's the one that balances things out, that she wants me to be happy. She wants me to do what brings me joy. But then she has my dad and kind of her ear going, well, she needs her benefits and she needs this, and you know? So I think that you're spot on by the way. Right. And so a lot of uh, anxiety is based on responsibility for things that are outside of you. I mean, really, can you be responsible for your mom's feelings or your dad's? <laughs> no. And, and would they even want you to, if they knew that it was keeping you from your joy, your true yeah. joy? Right. Exactly. So letting go. And that's something that I've worked on for the past few years is letting go. Even, you know, I'm, I'm, when I got divorced, I felt like I was letting my parents down, that they'd be disappointed. They have this great marriage and I know they wanted me to be happy. And I felt so guilty that I was kind of destroying that picture perfect or what I was supposed to be like, you know, what, right. what I what was supposed to be like for them. And they were quite the opposite when I told them. I mean, my mom wanted me to be happy. She supported me. But that's something that I've been doing all my life is doing what I think the right thing to do and living yeah, kind of these agreements that I've had. Yeah. 
It's funny you bring that up because I had that similar experience when I came out to my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, I waited obviously a while, you know, to make sure that I was really ready to come out. And I was really feeling responsible for how they would take it Mm -hmm. and and what would happen to our relationship because I said something. Mm -hmm. And in the end, it wound up, (laughs) I wound up getting in trouble actually with my twin sister for not telling her, um, which I was like, I was like, but you don't understand. I was doing this for you. (laughs) I don't care. I'm mad. You should have told me, you know, my mom was like, I already knew. And I was like, God, I was just so stressed out for so long. And ultimately, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough that they they do love me truly. Right. They right. want me to be happy, and she always says that to me. Yeah. So so why don't we let go of that responsibility and say I'm going to follow my heart, and I know that in the end, if I follow my heart, which is what I'm supposed to be doing, it will be for everybody's best good. So let's take a deep breath in and out. How are you feeling before we do this last shift? Are you feeling less like the program is running about your dad and the consistency? And the yeah, life? so you usually, I know you usually ask me on a scale from one to 10. So my anxiety level when we were talking about that was probably close to like an eight. I definitely feel more relaxed. I don't feel as much pressure on my chest right now. So I feel like I'm down to like a four. Yeah, I was seeing a three. And okay. I think it's because of the energy we're going to move around your mom. It's going to help okay. you drop to zero because it's that lineage um, energy. Yeah. So okay. let me guess, you're... <laughs> I mean, it's, it does. I don't really even need to guess, but your mom has this sense of responsibility that she has for other people's feelings, trying to do that balance. You have that, obviously, but I, I, I'd be curious if her mom taught her that. I would, I would assume that that was the case, right? That her mom taught her to take responsibility for other people's feelings. She probably. I mean, that's how my grandmother, my grandmother was. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to update the lineage. So take a deep breath in and out. We're going to say, even though, even though I feel like I have this sense of responsibility, I feel like I have this sense of responsibility that I can be responsible for other people's feelings, that I can be responsible for other people's feelings or how they interpret things or how they interpret things. Good. You feel that? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like my whole body. I know. Wow. That was huge. I'm going to help you yeah. with that out. Okay. So take another huge deep breath in and out. Whew. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, there's a fifth chakra clearing. That felt good. Good. Wow. Your eyes look even brighter. Like the world seems brighter to you, but you can let me know later. But um, anyway, your eyes could see much more clearly like the fog had lifted. So take a deep like breath. Like you literally are looking in my eyes or is that your, no, is, I, you know, energetically, I think that's interesting. So energetically, my eyes, you got like a lot brighter. Yeah. You could see the world more clearly. That's good because my eyes were closed when you said that. So (laughs) (laughs) take a deep breath in and out. So let's go back to here. And we're going to say, even though, even though I tend to feel responsible for other people's feelings, even though I tend to feel responsible for other people's feelings, I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Okay. Take a huge deep breath in and out. So we need to talk about something's going on with your son that's really triggering this right now in your life. So he's presenting in a way that is causing your energy to work through this. So like it was um, the spark or the, it was supposed to help you to move it. So he's telling you something 
and what is that? Where are you needing to speak your truth to him or help him through or feel responsible for his feelings? Are you worried about him taking a step forward? Yeah, well, he struggles. My son struggles with anxiety. Um, he's in therapy, um, which is great. And he's very open to talking about his feelings. As you know, you've worked with him. But he deals with anxiety. He worries. He's an empath. So he constantly worries about other people's feelings and how they're going to take them. And I really... Fortunately, he is open to the teachings that you have taught me and the other, you know, what I have learned with how to create by thought and being aware of your feelings. And I try and teach him, but obviously he's a 15, 16 year old growing boy that struggles. So I think that it does weigh on me. I think there's the saying, you're only as happy as your saddest child. And it's true. And he's not sad. He has his moments, but I think that he wants his life to look differently than different than it's looking. And I think that wears on me. I just want him to be happy. So, so do you see the mirror there? Um, he wants his life to look differently. And so do you. So what I always tell you and, and the rest of the people that I've worked with is that the best way to help him is to move it within you. Mm -hmm. Right. So we, we both know that when we move that energy within us, his energy is going to be syncing up with yours because you're his mom and um, you're in his field in his area, like, you know, physically. And he's going to get the messages of how to do that through your energy. It's like showing him by energy versus mm -hmm. actually telling him, right? Mm -hmm. and same thing with my son. Sometimes I'm like, oh, why, why don't you just help, let me help you? You know, <laughs> it's so hard. Um, right. But really what they learn best or, you know, can get through it the fastest is actually if we just model it through our energy and mm -hmm. our beingness, mm -hmm. right? Yes, so, I agree. So, I mean, ultimately, subtly, you have indicated to him that he should be responsible for other people's feelings and that he should be somewhere else than he is, but you really can't be somewhere else than where you are. You are where you are. And that's why I love EFT is because you have to accept where you're at in order to move forward. You know, that's mm -hmm. always, I love and accept myself so you can move forward. So that's what we're going to tap on is just this idea, you know, your son's energy was stuck in your throat. You want feeling responsible, wanting mm -hmm. him to be where he wants to be, but he's just not ready to be there yet. But if you model it through your energy, maybe he'll get the message. So okay. Let's do it. So take a deep breath in and out. So we're going to go, Oh, you're ready for the update. So here we go. I now command. I now command. My multidimensional DNA. My multidimensional DNA. To update from this understanding. To update from this understanding. That I learned from my mom. That I learned from my mom. And she learned from her mom. And she learned from her mom. And so on. And so on. That we need to be responsible for other people's feelings. That we need to be responsible for other people's feelings. Good. Huge deep breath in and out. Maybe you can stop tapping. We updated Amy's lineage, family lineage, around needing to hold on to their sense of responsibility. Amy's getting an update. Right now, I can see gold light coming in. It almost looks digital. It's filling in her cells and filling in her energy field, completing the process of feeling the sense of responsibility for other people's feelings. Take a deep breath in and out. So the energy is in your third chakra is what I'm seeing. And you had mentioned that in your energy field when I tuned into it before talking to you, that you felt like you're not moving forward. And I just want to complete that process of you actually feeling like you're moving forward and taking the steps. That'd be great. So this is again where the mind can, can look at the evidence and be like, yeah, I am moving forward. Like it makes sense to you up here, right? But mm -hmm. still down here, there's some sort of like fight or flight right. going on, right? Exactly. I really feel me moving forward. I feel a momentum. I feel this, but it's like something's not lining up in my body. 
Right. Yeah. So good. So we just need to get that lined up more completely. So let's take a deep breath in and out. So I always tell my clients and people that I work with that they should take a deep breath in and out because breathing indicates to the body that you're safe, right? Like a deep breath in and out is like, oh, all is well. I'm okay. I'm taking in life and and I have ease and everything's Mm -hmm. okay. So another deep breath in and out. So we are going to tap and we're going to say, even though, even though, even though I feel that I'm not moving forward, even though I feel that I'm not moving forward, but I know that I am, but I know that I am. Whoa. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Take a deep breath in and out. Did you feel that in the back of your neck? That was all your fight or flight. It was more like, well, since I have a cold, but I felt it in my throat toward the back of my neck. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So basically your fight or flight energy was stuck there around that and it started to pull. And that's why I started coughing because it was Ah. through the neck. Right. So take a huge deep breath in and out. So even though, Oh gosh, you're almost there. Okay. So take another deep breath in and out. Even though, even though, I feel like I'm not moving forward. I feel like I'm not moving forward. But I am. But I am. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Good. You're all the way down to a three. Can you feel that? Yeah, I feel definitely better. More yeah. Relaxed. Well, let's just update the uh, lineage around that. So let's see. Because um, it's a three. I know that it's family lineage. So let's see. Yeah. So your dad, I, I think it comes back to your dad not feeling like he can take risks or did take risks. So that's very safe. Very practical. Right. right. So, and if you don't feel safe, you're not going to move forward, right? You're not going to move towards the unsafe thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But we want you to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? We want you to be like, Oh, my body wants to go here. And, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to walk into this, you know, CBD store and um, I'm going to offer my services and we'll see what happens. You know, I might look like a fool, but I may not. And they didn't. Right. Right. Um, And then people are so scared to take risks because they're so worried that they're going to look like a fool or they're going to, fail right you know and I you know starting this podcast I was like well I could fail but I mean that's not a way that I want to be thinking about this right it's definitely a vulnerability you're opening yourself up and I know when when you enter your fear that's when your most your most growth happens so I get it but I, I mean exactly what you're saying is you know I've been in sales for years but still when I have certain opportunities or certain times where I'm gonna get in front of the client or have a conversation I do have that fear. It's this being feared of rejection or not having that control. And so I think that that is something that I need to work on. Yeah. Vulnerability is really where it's at. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I love the Sarah McLaughlin concert. And I just, you know, shifted so much because I could see and feel the vulnerability within her and her songs and how it shifted and helped it help so many people, including myself. Right. And, and like, that's where the juice is at. Like, that's where, you know, like that vulnerability is like, if somebody tells me they're vulnerable, like you walking into that store, I'm, I'm like, she's awesome. Like that's, that is kick ass. Right. Because you didn't know how it would work out, but you still did it because it felt good. Right. So so take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to do this update on the lineage. So we're going to say, I now command. I now command my multidimensional DNA, my multidimensional DNA to update from this understanding, to update from this understanding that I learned from my dad, that I learned from my dad, that risk taking, that risk taking is dangerous, 
is dangerous. Oof, do you feel that? Whoa, it's coming right off your uh, back of your neck. Good. Huge deep breath in and out. Okay, wow. Oof. Huge deep breath in and out. Wow, looks like um, I'm seeing your grandfather actually had a business that he was really excited about and something happened terribly. Um, like I keep seeing a brick and mortar kind of like building or something like that where he had my dad's father. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were in the, um, garment industry, I believe. I have to ask my dad more about that, but I know he was in business for himself. Okay. So that's okay. So it did feel like it was a passion project or something that he loved to do. And it was in a building and it felt like it was such a huge risk. And I think your dad witnessed the um, anxiety that he had uh-huh. around risk taking and following your passion. And he decided to go the opposite direction, right? Yes. Um, because it was safer and then he didn't have to worry as much as his dad worried, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting. You can ask your dad about that. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Yeah. So take a deep breath in and out. So my dad worked for the government and retired for the government for years. <laughs> so very consistent, very third <laughs> chakra, but you know. Government is very third chakra. Yeah. You know, just consistency and, and, and operation. And yeah, I will definitely ask him about that. And, and it definitely felt more like your grandfather went more for passion project, you know, more creative, more fluidity and things like that. And ups and downs with um, money coming in. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So, and, and that's okay. Your dad was like, Mm -hmm. listen, this works for me. Um, It doesn't, work for my uh, my dad but Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you fall like right you got the programming you're like great I've got this programming like what do I do I follow like like grandpa or I don't know what you called him but like do I do what he did and follow his passion and then Mm -hmm. you know have a little bit of this like you know worry of I don't know when I'm gonna get a check or something like that but was he happy you know that's Mm -hmm. that's the thing is that and you have the tools to regulate that anxiety you have the understandings of the law of attraction and things like right and he might not have known about that or maybe he did we don't know right well one of the things that we've talked about before and it goes along with it and I I feel that I've cleared a, a lot of this energy because I just feel better about it but it is my relationship with money because I did grow up with a very conservative father you know we went on nice vacations but they were very is because my dad used points and he was very thrifty about how he spent his money and they weren't cheap but he would always find the right deals and and I have that in my mind and it's a joke because my everybody in my house. And I'm like, look, I got this on sale. And they're like, okay, Harold. (laughs) So it's a joke with my whole family. And I do like to, I do like to save money. I do like to get deals, but I feel like I've been able to get a better handle on it where I'm more rational about it. Um, And when I get my, take my bills out to pay them, I used to get like anxiety building up in my chest. Now I can just go, it's good. It's good. Money's coming. Money's flowing. It's definitely better, but it, all of this definitely still ties back to getting the paycheck. It, it, I mean, it's all money control consistency related. Right, right. And I, when I get a bill, I like to say, "Well, that means that we had the money to spend that money." Like in our in our minds, we were like, "Yeah, we that money," because we thought we had it to pay for it. You know, yeah. and that just means that, like, you know, we wouldn't be. Um, doing something that we weren't weren't in alignment with, right? Right. Time, like we're not willy nilly spending, you know. Um, right. In our mind's eye, we're we're saying, okay, is this something that is worthwhile? And that's exactly what I try and do. Is if it's this is the life we want to lead. This is the type of things we want to do that bring us joy, not extravagantly, but once in a while, you know, and just making 
being mindful about the choices, but not being so stuck on the finances. Uh, So let's update this risk-taking a little bit more because there's just one last piece of it that needs to go. So basically, the program that you got from your dad was risk-taking equals anxiety, Mm -hmm. which is what you're experiencing. Right. (laughs) While your body is saying, I want to take risks, I want to follow my heart, I want to do these things, that's why you have this pressure on your chest, right? Mm -hmm. So take a deep breath in and out. Let's update that last piece. We're going to say, I now command. I now command. My multidimensional DNA. My multidimensional DNA. To update from this understanding. Update from this understanding. That I learned from my dad. That I learned from my dad. And his lineage. And his lineage. That risk-taking equals anxiety. That risk-taking equals anxiety. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. Good. You can stop tapping. And we just did an update for Amy around anxiety and risk-taking in her family lineage. You know, it's interesting when we were rewriting that program, I was thinking of my friend who (laughs) the bigger the risk, the more exciting life was like, and I'm just like, you're crazy. You know, like the people who jump out of planes or, you know, do the the mountain biking and like go Mm -hmm. down like a nut job, you know, (laughs) crazy. I mean, I would like to have a little bit of that, right? You know, some people find risk taking thrilling, but other people find it like the worst possible thing, right? Yeah. So so right now you're going through that rewrite process of risk-taking is okay and it's a part Mm -hmm. of life and it is Mm -hmm. something that happens and I can adjust the level of which I feel risk, you know, like anxiety or um, thrillingness, you know, because what's interesting about our bodies is it doesn't know the difference between anxiety, fear, and excitement. So (laughs) what we need to do is we need to tell ourselves, like if we're, for instance, going on stage to like speak and we have anxiety, we could just say, okay, that's fear that I could step into, or it's excitement that I could realize, right? So we could say, we can name it and say, this is, this is excitement about me sharing my message. And this is why I'm here. Like nobody's forcing me to go out there and talk to people. So I'm excited to be sharing this. And that's what my body's going through and not fear. I don't focus on that. You could just shift your reticular activating system so that you focus on the excitement versus the I might fail or I might say that okay. something like that, right? Okay. So So just change the thought around it. Like I'm feeling this jitteriness, not because I'm scared. I'm scared of talking, but because I'm excited. I'm excited to share what I have to say. And I'm right. Right. And this, this sense of, of purpose that you are feeling that you want to have Uh is is around excitement for the future, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the excitement of having even more purpose and more impact. Right. Right. And so what what I'm urging you to do is if you feel that, uh, which it should be a lot less of a problem now that Mm -hmm. we've we wrote some programs and mm-hmm. covered of the energy and trauma that if it should come up, just say, this is just excitement. I like that. That's great. Yeah. So take another deep breath in and out and let's take a look around your energy field, see how you feel. You feel way more in alignment, mind and body. Yes. So I feel so much better. Yeah. So do you have any heaviness in your chest right now? I mean, I feel really good. Maybe I'm a one yeah, where I like feel my chest, but it's like, I'm only because I'm looking for it. Good. That'll continue to work its way out over the next three days and you'll be shifting and changing and seeing the world in a different way, getting more validation about how amazing you are and and the steps that you are taking, in fact, rather than, you know, believing these lies that you are making progress and things like that. This has been great. Thank you so much, Amy. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. It's great talking to you. Great talking to you. Thank you.
All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 